Welcome to a very special day club edition of Club Top Shot. That's right. We are kicking things off early today in accordance with the OTM Owners Club drop, a new NFT meets DFS game we're all very excited about. We'll be walking through, securing our packs, hopefully ripping some packs as well. And then later in the show at 5.30, our friend, show fave Chris Conley from the Houston Texans is going to swing by, talk to us about his experience at training camp and all of the NFT goodness he is getting up to. Let's do it, guys. Welcome to Club Top Shot. Damien, you can retire. Let's call up Steve <laughs> Kerr right now. Tell him you're done. Three on two game. Oh, I'm a an incredible basketball player. Awful shooter. Awful no. shooter. Nasty jumper. Would you ever gamble on shooting? Probably. Here we go. Me. We got y'all lighting up again. Oh, no, let me go. <laughs> All right. Club Top Shop going up on a Tuesday. Love. We got Jack Settleman. We have Andy, 8052, and friend of the show, Mike Zakarian from Team Hold, making the round today. Mike, you're used to this afternoon club experience right the, i mean team hold rock in 230s yeah this is preferred club experience for both streaming and actual club experiences for me like i yeah. like i want the sun to be out i want to be home by like nine so this is a good start for me i do want to just say clay uh in the tweet promoting this said we were going to be darting today which i believe is a mashup of day and partying i personally oh, don't film no. that um that's on clay <laughs> so please send your uh your your complaints to him andy how we do it I'm good. I had you guys never heard of the term dark. Yeah, I, Andy, I boomers. We're on with boomers. I have heard of the term. I'm saying I don't like the term. Okay, <laughs> I agree. I don't like it's, the term. The it's term. darting and and Club Penguin is the generation gap that we discovered in Vegas. Mike, do you know what Club Penguin is? No, no, I don't know what Club Penguin and darting is like level two of sharding, and you can't convince me otherwise. Darting, yeah. no, no. I listen. I know Clay. I uh, met him once, and I believe he's a huge darter. <laughs> That's right. It's all the kids these days. They're drinking white claws and darting on their rooftops in New York City. I, I can't keep up. Uh, Jack, uh, how are we doing as the voice it's, of a of a generation? It's it's a special occasion when I have the ulterior computer out. If you remember, the only other time that was when we were all buying the ponies, and I was in search of a stable boy. Now, toc.otm. toc.otmnft.com. They can probably shorten that up a little, but I got the second computer ready to go. I'm excited for the show because I honestly have no clue how to buy. I joined the Discord. I follow all the rules. I'm not a botter. Um, but I know that I'm probably going to have to do something besides have the site loaded. Yeah. Uh, I have it up here on the site. I believe I should be good because I have the drop is coming soon and it says I'm eligible. Yes. I assume that green means I'm good to go. Do you guys know if, uh, I, obviously if you're connected, connected to the MetaMask, you'll be able to pay an ETH. Do you know if you need to be connected via MetaMask if you're paying with credit card, Mike? I, uh, the only reason I think you do is because they need to, like, in order to verify your account, I thought you needed that. But okay. uh, don't don't 100% quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm verifying mine right now. Okay, it looks like I am 
but I do not know the answer to the question. My that. guess is you do just because the MetaMask is where the NFT is going, right? So they mm -hmm. probably need that to know where to, to send the pack. So that this is happening, guys, in uh, 12 minutes here. Uh, I had it pulled up here. So $200 USD, or you can buy in ETH, you can buy packs, which is going to have five total cards, one at each position, which is what you need to submit a full starting lineup. If you want to more play the individual a la carte game or maybe plan to go pick off the specific positional groups that you want in the marketplace, then maybe you go the single random card route. Um Mike, you were uh, you were talking about this earlier. What what what's your play here? Are you going to be more of a marketplace guy? Or are you going to try to get some of these packs? No, I'm definitely going to try to get a couple of packs. I I don't know. Like, there's a couple of people in our Discord that's like, I'm doing a maxing out every single time. Every single time I can, I'm getting all ten, which I totally get. I just don't know if I'm in a place right now to max. But getting at least a pack seems to make sense because that's you get one and then you can play the game, and that's that's like a lot of the appeal to it. So get, I mean, do whatever you want, but, uh, I think getting like a full pack makes sense. Can you play both games that way? Yeah. Uh, I see some people referencing the price of ETH in the chat. Andy, as the spokesman for Ethereum, I believe Vitalik gave you that duty. Uh, what, what's going on with ETH these days? Uh, the market crashed super hard today. Um, I mean, anyone who tells you they know why is lying to you, but yeah, it crashed super hard. The best is I saw a tweet that had like the McDonald's uh, application. It's like live mint right now. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. And who's good. who's like who's the guy? I feel like it's the overzet of crypto Twitter. I saw he was pouring like um, uh, what is it? Kerosene all over his house. Do you, have you seen this guy? He what? did the video in the shower. Dude, oh. Pete why is furious right now. Why no, are you am getting comps to a guy drenching his house in kerosene? No, he's he's like that. the he's like the comedian of crypto Twitter, like actually plays out bits with video. And he's like, I lost 350k. He's like light, he's like pouring kerosene. Yeah, Bitlord. This that guy be my name. Yeah. He's he's Great doing name. shit in in the shower. He is so funny. Um, but I'm happy to have discovered him. His stuff this morning was good. Yeah. Um in NFTs in in general, Andy, what 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 have you noticed now? Because obviously NFTs were ripping, ETH was ripping. Uh, are are NFTs holding steady right now on this ETH drop? Oh, what a pensive look, though! Yeah, Someone was... screen grabbed that. I mean, he could he could be stuck like that for days, and you would just never that know. Is the... I thought. Yeah, I thought my NFTs are supposed to skyrocket when ETH falls off a cliff. It's like ETH goes up, NFTs down, ETH crashes, NFTs still down. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that was my understanding too. So I was ready to to take victory laps today on NFTs, and I was like, "What's going on? I thought that's I thought we were supposed to get that dub today." What What about the Top Shot market, uh, Mike? How's it been responding the past couple of days? Uh, it hasn't yeah. got yeah, it hasn't gone crazy. I think it's just kind of like stable, which is a good. I think it's dipped a little bit, but it's been mostly stable which i think is a good sign considering no one's heard from uh top shot in a while so i think that's that's a pretty good sign i think where are I the think... uh the WNBA prices settled on some of those i scooped a few uh last week but haven't checked on them yet i think that i haven't checked that today but i think that stayed pretty consistent i know it was like up once they announced the collector score stuff uh all the prices went straight up i think like the set was around 700 or something like that and then uh and then after the challenge ended, it came like back down i think it's around like five 500 or something like that for the whole set but they've stayed pretty steady yeah yeah 
Jack, have you been uh, buying anything on Top Shot? I saw something. You you're trying to get the Giannis run it back. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, that's the the one moment I've been chasing during my Top Shot career, and I you know it's a case of okay, it was 35k, and I'm anchored to you know when packs were like 200 dollars for five running back moments and then it came all the way crashing down to 5k and i'm like oh buy it at 4500 and then when it shot up it just never dipped but there wasn't a sale at 12 and a half and normally when that happens on some of the higher price stuff it, it comes down after a little but someone bought one yesterday so um it, i i want to pay 10k for it and now it's at like 13 so Andy, you said your internet went out. You were having internet issues last week during the the full storm and stuff. Did you did you seriously launch like the whole loot movement like without even having internet like on your phone? Is that if I'm am I piecing that together correctly? <laughs> I was hotspotting it on my phone. Yeah, I've used like forty <laughs> gigabytes of data this week uh, or this cycle on my on my phone. Um, it's unlimited though, right? Yeah, but I got like super limited, like. It got, I got super rate limited after like 30 gigs where it got was it. like, all right, dude, you got to chill. Like, this is too much. <laughs> are we are we live, by the way, in five minutes? Is we that are live. live. This drop okay. is is going on uh, five Eastern. I mean, what do, what do we think? Mike, do, do we think this is going to sell out uh, right away? Do, how quick do people need to be on the trigger finger here? I feel like it's going to sell out. Although they, they posted a no, uh, note in their Discord that I thought was like, don't worry. Um but I didn't read it all the way through. So that's not helpful advice, but I would say if you're in the discord, take a look at that. Um, <laughs> there's, I, there's I think, Oh, go ahead. 360 people live online in the dis in their discord right now. So that seems like a solid amount of people. And then there's 600 people total online in their discord. There's like different club levels. So they have 600 people ready to go for this drop. Um, that feels like they may, I don't know, what's the math? How many packs? 4,000? Yeah, if everyone bought seven packs, it would sell out. See, the, the thing that's tough for me is like, this is like maybe almost 99% of NFT drops. I have no clue what's going on or what I'm doing. I do actually feel like I have a pretty good grasp on NFL positional groups. And I, and I'm, I am definitely going to get a couple packs, but I'm also wondering if I, I want to play more of the market angle, see if people are dumping stuff too soon you know bust out my strength to schedule stuff here so i don't know there, there's multiple ways to play so this that i think you're you're cool. hoping for non-nfl fans to flip the chiefs at low yeah. ask is that what you're saying uh, <laughs> so maybe not the chiefs and the bills but maybe more the mid-tier guys where they're oh. just like i i have no clue uh, about the dolphins wide receivers and i'm like hey i, I like those guys the the um i i think ev wise i would imagine buying on the market makes more sense but like if you're in nfts for fun like you're buying packs obviously and and ripping them like andy reveal all style so gotcha. I, i'm going in for the packs today yeah uh the packs are gonna be I'm fun. Buying and, packs. packs yeah i mean yeah andy talk to us about your your shy love for the nfl like you said before you just weren't into it because it wasn't the season but now you're like ripping underdog drafts you're looking for high draft fantasy today. leagues yeah. yeah yeah no i'm like really excited for the. i don't know what it is i last season i wasn't super excited um but something about going into this season i'm very excited i'm uh currently doing some research to potentially go to the pats bucks game on october 3rd because that might be brady's last time ever in foxborough 
So I'm talking to my dad about potentially going up to do that. Um, yeah, no, I'm super excited for this season. Yeah, yeah, and all of a sudden, Andy's like the biggest Pats fan ever. He's tweeting like uh, just emotional stuff about his childhood and how you know it was tough because Brady was always the best, and now he's excited because they're yeah, not going to have really the hard. best player in the league. It was really, really challenging for a few years there when it was just like, man, can we win a little less? I want to feel something. I would imagine too, Andy, it's us uh, drafting that juggernaut of an auction fantasy team that's really kind of rekindled your love of the NFL as well here. I mean, that definitely helps. I mean, it'll be nice when we win that whole league and win like $300,000. That'll be cool. Did you I see? Just- I, did I you see? Re- oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry. No, oh, I was just going to say, I figured a lot of the rekindling had to do with just like, all of the streams Pete's thrown out there right now. So I think it's like impossible not to at least find some excitement around fantasy football if you are subscribed to this channel. So I yeah. contact high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Jack and I did our final, uh, or at least my final best ball stream today. I don't want to speak for Jack. You never know what Jack's going to fire <laughs> up a best ball stream. Uh, we, we drafted a big dog team together and it, 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 it feels like the end of an era. This summer has felt uh, so long. And even just thinking of, we had like the NFT winter, like when we all found Top Shot, like through March when it was going nuts. Then we had hot best ball summer, and now now we're ready here uh, for football fall. So I'm I'm getting ready for for a new change uh, in the landscape here. I'm ready for NFTs to continue blasting off Top Shot. Whatever wants to go to the moon, I, I'm <laughs> cool with that. I'm not I'm not gonna fight it. But I am excited for best ball drafts to be over, so I can stop staring at jd mckissick in round 14 (laughs) every single day did your girlfriend get mad at you at all jack because i imagine i mean you're a busy guy you're doing lots of stuff and then you added uh max entering bbm mainly to just try to tell me to suck it was the whole reason you did that (laughs) but i imagine like i remember you got off a show and we had just started to draft it uh you were supposed to hang out with your girlfriend and instead you were drafting yeah yeah that one um that one was probably poor decision to join into (laughs) that one but no, most of the time, you know, she's asleep. And so while she's napping, I get my drafts. And I've been doing the, the she twos. She naps that often. She naps enough for you to do 150. <laughs> if you've seen my Instagram story, you would know how often she's asleep. Um, uh, well, it is 5 o'clock right now. Are we, uh, are we live? Uh, I have, four, I have 459. 459. What, what, type, what, ty- what time zone is Brooklyn? You're like one minute. So we're one, yeah, because we're a little bit further east than you are. Right, ahead, right. So. That's right. Uh, about one minute ahead. That's right. I'm in Astoria, so I'm like an hour and a half behind. I think. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, you, I, I will say, Jack. Like, yeah, I follow your Instagram, and you post those photos of your girlfriend sleeping. Like, I would be, I would be divorced and sleeping on the street if I posted that many photos of my wife sleeping. Like, it would just be game over. Kelsey and I have had this same conversation. It's a content play. It's a content play. That's all. Way or is she on board with this? She's no, she's definitely not on board with this, but it, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, whatever, it's for the content. What are you gonna do? All right, yeah, I would love to oh, see drop Andy. This live. Here we go. All right, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah there we go. What do you mean, verify for one pack? Oh, here we go. Oh, you oh, you can reserve. Oh, oh, it's only 0.6 ether to get 10 packs. Sign me up, baby. Let's go yeah, to the casino. Let's see here. Proceeding to check out. How much is gas? This oh, is gas smooth. Is, gas is free too. I purchased 10. Pending sale. Pending. I feel like no one's watching the stream. How many anymore. packs is too many packs for me to buy? I got I got 10. That's the max. 
That's 10 per transaction. 10 per transaction? Oh, geez. I think you have like a 10-minute timeout, though, after your first transaction. Gotcha. Well, we're about to find out because I'm about to buy a second set. <laughs> <laughs> Pete left. Pete, Pete was too <laughs> He yeah, was, he like, was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not hosting the show anymore. I need the. I got to be sniping on the market. <laughs> Pete, you're back. I'm back. I uh, accidentally refreshed my password manager. And, uh, <laughs> All right. I got. I got mine. I got mine. I think. All right. All yeah. right. I paid. I'll let you guys get some too. I have none in my. Uh, oh my god! 131 packs remaining. They're about to sell out in. Uh, I mean, they, of course they're going to sell out. Yeah, this yeah. is really well done. I'm, I'm incredibly Extremely. impressed by the team. This is, I this get is awesome. More? Oh, people are buying the cards now. Smart, smart. Try buy some cards. Wow. All right, packs just sold out in one yeah, minute. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's go, OTM. Well done. Wow, that's awesome. Good for that's them. Aw- uh, I'm gonna, I need to make sure that mine go through, uh, and then I can <laughs> say that's <laughs> <laughs> Are we, gonna, are we gonna be able to rip some packs today? What's what's going on? I think on that's there? gonna be the hope, right? Yeah, I don't know so, about mine says I haven't collected anything yet. Yeah, I have the same, but the transa- all right. So they've sold out. Are we buying cards or what's our is, is your work just done, Justin? You <laughs> Justin, sold out? It's one minute, one minute of work a day. That's all you need. One minute and thirty-six wow. seconds. What, what happened that? seems pretty good. <laughs> I'm just happy it went so smooth. Uh, the Discord is just full of. I'm on. Um, the Discord is just full of like how smooth this went. Wow, this was awesome. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that it actually went so smoothly. Uh, there are still single cards available. So uh, let's see. There's um, 40, 4,500 of those. So I think if people start seeing their uh, packs ones and make those purchases, people start going over the singles. But um, I'm just ecstatic that it went so smoothly. Props to the do team you, behind the scenes. Do you know when packs would appear uh, in the profile? Pretty soon uh, after processing, uh, we were talking to our tech, and there was one like we had one behind the scenes concern, like, "Hey, the purchasing, we didn't expect any issues. The actual transferring, if one gets stuck, then it would stop all the others and have to manually push it. So as long as there's no packs getting stuck in the process, uh, they should be showing up pretty quickly." Um, and, uh, now it's just kind of ripping some packs and having some fun. And so, uh, with the way that you guys like handle the pack reservation, is that done like based purely on confirmed Ethereum transactions? Like, so if someone has a pending transaction to buy a pack right now, the packs are sold out. Do they have, if that transaction goes through, do they have a pack coming or should they cancel their transaction? Um, so on the back end, at least, the second you click the reserve, the buy now, whatever it was, however yeah. many you said, you have those reserved. You then okay. have a 10-minute process to go through, so take your time. Um, I can't verify like, hey, what that process, what the UI looks like, whether you were the yep, one-on-ones yep. who went through. But from an actual processing, don't rush. It's okay. Like If you were one of the first, however many of those 4,000 packs, you have those reserved, make your process. I'm not sure. Sh- I think there should be a timer on there that actually yep. tells you you have 10 minutes. That's what um, Daniel was wondering about with the timer here. Mm. Yep, exactly. So you're good. If, if you're, because that's what happened to me. I got to that screen, uh, went through, and I've tried it both ways. I successfully bought packs with credit card and I bought individual cards with ETH, uh, trying both. So uh, both will work from that. Screen. Wow. So you got a pack with credit card that worked easily? Yes. Yep. Nice. Me too. Did others not? Oh, yeah, you did too. No, no, no. I just thought 
with it i mean it might take a second it's around a minute 36 that's uh but but you reserved it is that correct the processing because we were getting the questions ahead of time like hey is ETH going to be faster is credit card going to be faster right. and i wouldn't actually know the answer to that but we do know that it didn't matter because you had it reserved well you got uh andy's uh dev stamp of approval from the process andy uh, a smooth experience there yeah that was really good i just tested something to see if i would break it i'll let you guys know if i did um, <laughs> but uh, that, that can so be funny. for that can be for Twitter DMs later because I wanted to see if I could break something. Thanks. So, <laughs> good. No, we love uh, we love bug testers. Uh, no, hey, mad mad props to the team behind the scenes here. Um, this this really all came together in about a month, um, and the speed. So the artists who were able to put together that was thirty two, I guess thirty three when you include the jokers, the actual dev, the designers. Um, you know, I'm more of just like, hey, have some ideas, but they're the ones who are actually doing all that work. And it's been amazing to see them all work in such kind of synchrony. Um, it's great. So let people now know, you know, people who had transactions going, can can people still buy individual cards if they missed out on that? Does it look like those are still available right now? Yep, 3,600 of those still available. Um, and so the way we were kind of thinking this was going to go was a no idea it was going to be a minute and change. Like, you know, we saw there's a lot of interest coming into this and expect those to kind of sell out. My time was still thinking like kind of, I don't know, maybe at least 10 minutes. Um, and then expect there's going to be a delay as people are trying to get their thoughts on, okay, I missed out on a pack or maybe I got a couple. What do I want to do from a singles perspective? Um, and, you know, I think these singles will probably, you know, they'll hang out for a little, um, you know, We'll see the time-wise and stuff, but I think it gives people to sell that opportunity for, hey, if you did miss out or if you want to kind of add on. And I think the best part is if you can go open your pack, see what you got, and then decide, ooh, I've got three or four out of five that I really like, or maybe I want to try to get that one. You can't go get a pack. So, hey, rather than going to the secondary market, let me try to rip a couple more and see what happens. And where can we now find our packs? Pack should be, um, depending on the loading and stuff, but should be if you go to the profile. Um, but um, okay, it looks like mine haven't arrived yet in my profile. Yeah, there. same. Okay, let me uh, let me send a message to our team and see what I can get from them. Um, let's see here in the <clears throat> chat. Um, I believe if you. I mean, I could be wrong, but I think if you have a charge on your credit card, you're you're probably good, and you just need to let that that clock uh, finish here. I would imagine so. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think we're all uh, experiencing this right now, but uh, we. <laughs> I, I have. That's the uh, best feeling. I think I have Justin's address, so uh, I'll dox him <laughs> if you guys don't get your packs. <laughs> Ultimate rug. Ah, uh, that'd be way too much work. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Andy's over there trying to find the vulnerabilities on the site. <laughs> well, so so what I wanted to test, it wasn't really a vulnerability thing, but I wanted to see if I sent a transaction and then decided to increase the gas so I would drop my transaction and replace it with a new one, if it would still go through and register that I paid, or if it was going to break it. And then like basically it would be waiting for a transaction to go through that was at like drops and never actually going to go through. I was curious to see what happened. Just so if that was successful, if that was successful, I don't think you would have gotten the pack, but you may have broken the chain and slowed things down. Nice. Uh, Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Eh, I don't know. We'll find out. I would like to have no more Andy questions from a technical. <laughs> can we talk about fun stuff. 
Justin's got their their big drop, one of the biggest <laughs> moments, and Andy's over here just like, oh, let's see if we can break something. <laughs> let's do it live. <laughs> so, so the secondary marketplace, everything now. I know we talked about this before, but I know we have new people watching, and I forget. Um, what what's the situation? I want to give one comment here to begin with at the very top. Uh, there is already a scammy, fraudulent second um, you know site on OpenSea. Uh, we're pretty sure whenever somebody creates a new collection, there are fraudsters who will just find those new collections and just create a new one. So make sure you are not buying from that scammy one. Um, we have the actual URL in the Discord. We can post in the chat here too. Um, but just be careful. You should be able to tell. Like, for example, I think this one, it lacks the S in owner's club and it's owner club. Uh, otherwise, they took our images and everything. We have reported it and hopefully there. Now, the fun stuff. Um, secondary market, as soon as people start getting their packs and kind of ripping them, should be active and live. Um, and so I know I talked to a couple of people who were already looking at schedules, already looking at week one, thinking about who they wanted to compliment with. Uh, so I'm excited just uh, to kind of see how it plays out over the next, uh, I'd, say, I'd say 24, but really 48 hours. Because Thursday is the one more excited about is, as we talk about, and I know, Jack, you were bringing up CEH last year with that, you know, day one. Um, what's going to happen with just the secondary market as like a, a micro, you know, a microcosm for what's going to be that larger impact. Uh, Justin, we were uh, talking about this right before you came on. I believe my response is you need the MetaMask because you guys know where to send the NFT, correct? I missed that. I missed a little of it. Uh, do you see that question up on there? Do you need Did a you MetaMask need to buy yes. with credit card? Yeah. Uh, so the MetaMask is so we know where to actually, you know, send these NFTs to your account. And so that's why ahead of time, and when we ran that free NFT little promo, a lot of the reason why is to get people to be able to connect their MetaMask as a fun way, stress-free, way before the drop so they can go through that process. Um, you still just needed that MetaMask to be kind of attached. And so if you are trying to buy singles, there is still a process where, hey, just go when you're in your TOC account, connect your MetaMask, you'll get the green little check mark, and now you can go buy singles. Okay. Yep. Um, Chad asking first week, we don't have to submit until Sunday, right? We get to see those Thursday results. That'll be a staple for how the contest works throughout the year, right? Correct. And I think that's why Friday discussion and uh, the Thursday market is going to be really interesting, uh, especially like think Thursday, maybe a defensive team has like a defensive touchdown to start the game, like maybe a kickoff or something. Like how much does that increase their prices? People just want to hurry up and grab that team. Or if you have the kind of random one-off team that goes off and you want to just say, hey, I want to sell these, you get that opportunity. Yeah, uh, and, and I, I, I imagine this Thursday in particular, I mean, the Cowboys and Bucks, two of the best sets of wide receiver trios in the league, probably two top five wide receiver trios. Uh, you could see probably some really big uh, flip opportunities if either of those uh, teams go off in the passing game. Yeah, number two or three from a projections for tight ends as well with the Bucks. Sneaky value there, but when you include that they have three legitimate tight ends, OJ Howard, Cameron Brate to go with the Gronk aspect, uh, we, we may see them putting up a lot of points too. And I do have an answer from behind the scenes. So those should be shipping out now. So I think they're just kind of first doing some fraud checks, making sure that there weren't any kind of, uh, you know, Andy's actually getting through. <laughs> um, and then those should be shipping out pretty quickly. Do, do you think there's any psychopaths like Mike Levy, who's fortunately not here, that will just keep packs unopened? Like, is there, can, can anyone come up with some weird edge to where you would potentially want to not open your pack? Jokers, right? By the same crazy logic as the people who keep their top shot ones, like <laughs> theoretically after if, you know, hey, things go well, we sell yeah. out the second half of them as well. 
And then we'll be able to see, because it's the blockchain, you can see, okay, which cards are actually still in packs. Um, I think that's ludicrous. We've gone through the whole game theory aspect of this. Like it's a net sum EV. The only thing is you lose EV every time we go through a week that you don't play them. Plus more information is better than lack of information, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I mean, he, Levy didn't show up at the show today. Of course he's going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, Steve's asking about the OpenSea link. Now this is, is this a different OpenSea than the owner's club ticket? Uh, profile on it is it is for a main reason of we didn't want the floor price of that ticket which is zero and it should be zero (laughs) should not impact the actual market uh so i'm going to and i just dropped in here if you click this link on your account you can see which of your transactions uh went through under the account activity cool and then in our private chat i just put in the actual open c correct one i won't put in the fraudulent one Okay, I will come. Yeah, we've got three owners, it looks like. So there's is there a second drop for this? Uh, so there will definitely be at least a second drop. Uh, yeah. We are basically going to see how successful this was. Yeah, they, so they, they take a little time to load. It's an IPFS thing. Andy, you can explain it when I leave um, with the size of the files and stuff. But there will be at least a second our first goal here is to obviously make sure this goes smoothly. We then have been clear that if there are people who we've seen that logged in, tried to buy packs, were unable for whatever reason, uh, we want to give them pre-sale or pre-order some form of access so they get at least a pack in the next one. Uh, beyond that, there will be another public sale. Uh, we'll probably have it after week one. We'll give more information on that. And uh, TBD, if it's going to be uh, all of the rest during week one, or if we roll that out in like a two or three wave system, um, pretty much just going to talk to the team and figure out how do we, because our goal is to bring in as many people as possible to this to get to play. Um, and so I think there are some benefits to saying, hey, let's do them in two or three drops just to give more people opportunities. But then I also get that like, hey, people want to play for more weeks and get them earlier. So we're, we're kind of weighing those. Um, the chat. With some breaking football news, the Saints have released Latavius no. Murray. Wow. wow. Yeah. Um, could he be a Raven? Continues. I would well, love he, for him to be a Raven. He, he was could very much be a Raven, yeah. I yeah, we were talking about it earlier. I think we're looking for a pass catcher. That's probably what they're looking for. But um I do wonder I wonder if this gives him more life in, in underdogs best ball. I was still Oh, go ahead, Justin. I was still drafting him in the late rounds, even with his ADP down at like 186, because if Kamara went down, they're not relying on Tony Jones. Um, so I still felt like that was a great role for him. Um, we'll see where he lands. It's probably going to be fine because he's going to get picked up, but it can't be as good as that uh, handcuff for AK. Do, do you think like the Saints saw Kamara partner with Underdog and were like, <laughs> this guy is the 101 smash play? <laughs> And we don't even need like they might cut Jones too at this rate. <laughs> yeah, that is what happened. Awesome partnership, love it. <laughs> uh, as Ricky points out, is looking pretty good for Tojo there uh, as the number two running back uh, behind. Yeah, zero Kamara. shares of him. That's no, to- Yeah, to- Tojo and Tyson Williams, like the two guys, didn't even know they existed until about a few weeks ago, and then you're drafting them on every team, and that's how the NFL works. <laughs> My mom is friends with Tony Jones's mother. Um, very weird. And like, so for the past, yeah, for the past year or two, my mom would always be like, Hey, so Notre Dame, Notre Dame, did they play yet? How'd he do? 
And I'm like, he's like, you know, I don't know anything about him, but I look up the stats and I give her them. And like, he had one or two games, like, wasn't that impressive. And it wasn't until probably a month ago when we started hearing about that, like, oh, Tony Jones might be the team. I was like, holy crap. And I call my mom and I was like, hey, do you think you can give me some inside information here? Like, can I get a hookup? Like, or is he actually didn't help? Yeah, there you go. Um, shout out to you, Wally. Uh, us frail nerds are doing excellent today. We hope you're doing well <laughs> as well, Wally. Um, don't don't call Andy frail though, man. This, this yeah, no, is Andy is not frail. Thick, yeah, thick. come on, yeah, high key thick. Um, okay, uh, I, I I'm like really anxious to rip packs. I don't see one in my account yet. Do yeah. any of you guys have one available yet? Not yet. I do not. No, I, I can confirm though that if you drop and replace your transaction to speed up the gas, it does mess up the UI. So <laughs> my theory was confirmed. Wow. All my other transactions are good, but so just be warned, everyone, if you did that, you might have some some DMs to to figure out. So yeah, nice. do that thing that Andy said that we don't really know what he did. Don't do it. Uh, it was nice of Andy to wait to share that in the DMs after the stream. <laughs> uh, Andy, I do know OTM is hiring for their QA team if you're looking for a <laughs> position. <laughs> when can we fractionalize a Patrick Mahomes Kansas City car? Probably a couple weeks. We'll be on Polygon. Relatively soon. We're trying to figure out how to make that not like look terrible from a UI perspective, like having to go between ETH and Polygon and everything. But nice. let's, let's avoid the lawsuits, Jack, and say, when are we going to see a Kansas City quarterback? Yeah, I know, I know, uh, I know. I know. There's Patrick, there Patrick Mahomes NFTs. I th that's what I thought you were talking <laughs> yeah. about. No worries. Um, now, if you could get one of those jokers and we could fractionalize that, it'll be interesting to determine who gets to play it. Maybe there's some form of a built-in, like a voting system or something, like a DAO. I don't know. It could be interesting. And then just so I understand it, Justin, you, you will see the packs on OpenSea, but the opening of packs will take place via the OTM website. I believe that is correct. Yes. Okay. And then, I, I, oh, go ahead, Jack. No, I was just going to say Clay had a good note. If you guys could potentially like yeah, add the OpenSea link straight to the site. Yeah. I'm making a note um, with our account. And then when you open the pack, then that pack will no longer exist in your OpenSea account and that will convert to five those five individual moments in your account? It'll definitely convert to the five individual moments. I'm not sure if we keep the pack as a collectible or not. Oh, okay. um, I'd have to check because I know we, we were going back and forth on whether or not that gets confusion with people trying to sell them when they've already been open, but would it be a cool feature just to have? Um, yeah. Um, all right, Sean wants to get into some strategy talk here. Best pulls from these packs. Um, I'll say Bill's wide receivers is like one I would really, really want. Uh, anyone else have have one they would toss out here? Yeah, I think Buffalo wide receivers, Kansas City tight ends are just heaps of bounds. I think, honestly, uh, if you're trying to play main event, I think Kansas City tight end just gives you such a leg up. And the most important thing is you don't have to spend the time trying to go for, like, secondary market and such. Uh, you just kind of plug it in and play it. Most other positions, even Bills, you know, even Buffalo wide receivers at some point, you may want to swap a little to go with stacks and such. I, I think what, what's interesting about this game versus our typical DFS game is there are only so like the max exposure for Kansas City tight ends, right? Can only be what? 12. Per, what was it like? How many cards are there? How many people could play? 
Yeah, I mean, one out of 32 theoretically, but then you don't expect that everyone's going to be played. So it's, let's say there's going to be 3,000 entries and 310 of those can be Kansas City, throw in 80 jokers. So you're looking at maybe around 12 to 14% if there's 3,000 entries. Yeah, the absolute max. And that's why I think, I mean, I don't play as much DFS, so you guys would know better, but that's why you don't play Kelsey in a main slate, right? Because you're looking contrarian. But here, you're already guaranteed under 15% ownership, which I think is is a fun differentiator. Mike, what uh, what what card would you be looking for uh, to pull in a pack? I'm seeing a lot of Cleveland running back in the chat. Yeah, Cleveland running back sounds nice. Give me some of the Chargers, too. I don't know what I want of the Chargers, but just give me <laughs> give me something. I'll take Chargers quarterback. I'll take, I don't know, we're see. I'll take, just give me the Chargers. I want some Chargers offense. There you go. Maybe even some Chargers tight end because yeah. we all like Donald Parham. Uh, but if go. that doesn't happen, you know, that's the nice thing about this. You don't have to worry about Parham <laughs> taking over or not. If Jared Cook just balls out, well, you got that covered too. Also, yeah. no, no first quarter injury tilts. Like that's <laughs> yeah. the best. That is the best. Somebody goes into the locker room, the hamstring. We're still rolling. We're still rolling. Think about the market drop on Cleveland RBs as Cream Hunt gets shipped off somewhere else. That is going to tank. sorry adam schefter just called and he's still berating you for that (laughs) the the commitment the commitment to the bit though is a plus check speaking of miami what are we we're about 17 weeks away until uh we're gonna see a lot of people in miami for that live final yeah yeah Yeah, talk about that yeah how's that gonna work uh, yeah, so each week, the main event, that's going to be that five-card contest. Whoever wins it uh, qualifies for the live final. Them and their guest uh, you know, get a trip down to Miami, which we'll have. So I think it's the second is the Sunday that the games will be played. Um, so we'll be down there, and we'll give people the option. Either, hey, we all come down New Year's Eve and make a fun event out of it, or the official events will start the first and second. And uh, Fortunately, I've been to a few of the kind of uh, DraftKings FanDuel live finals, learned a ton there, and we're just going to do what we can to you know, have an amazing time and just uh, spoil those people who come. There you go. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you know, I'll already be down in Florida around that time. So win or lose, if I you know find an invite, you know, we can talk off the blockchain. <laughs> Justin, are you gonna are you gonna rent like a Jeremy level uh, Miami uh, mansion on the water, or what are we looking at here? That'd be pretty sick, right? Uh, I don't know. I may need to uh, sell a company first and then start a tequila business before I can get to that level. But uh, hey, if anybody has any yachts, we're still looking for yachts. Maybe Jeremy can help me there. Everyone's looking for yachts. Yeah, my yacht guy didn't get back to me, um, so I, I can't help out there. Um, I'll promise we're gonna have low stuffs. Definitely got to have the low stops. There you go. I'm very close to the ferry. Uh, I can put in a good word with the New York City <laughs> MTA ferry situation, get you one of those down there. <laughs> there you go. It's a nice, nice ferry ride here. Um, all right. Yep. So people's activity pages are uh, completed to both. Mine right now in pending says my cards are being uh, transferred, my individual cards. Um, it does say my packs were completed, but I don't see them uh, in my account yet. And I saw someone said in chat that they saw it on OpenSea, but not TOC yet. Um, so I think it is just a process when you have around you know, 4,000, 20,000 cards all trying to be transferred at once and Andy trying to break things. It just takes time. <laughs> I do see if I if I filter by buy now on OpenSea, I'm seeing one New Orleans wide receivers. Uh, no, no Marquez Ooh. Callaway from uh, love from this person here. Uh, buying now uh, a New Orleans wide receiver. 
Yeah, what do you think? Like, uh, I think we talked about this with not with you, Justin. What with do you TJ. think? Yeah, you were, but you were in the chat. So, you know, what did you think would be the biggest sale of the entire entire season? TJ was being modest. Um, <laughs> I, so I was trying to put myself like, hey, if I'm playing this and tonight, mm -hmm. I'd probably have, obviously, I try to get my packs and I go to secondary market and I'd just be hunting because there's going to be some deals in the secondary market as people just mm -hmm. kind of feel it out. Um, I think if you get a joker for almost any of the positions, probably besides defense, I think that goes for at least a thousand, um, probably close to around 1500. Because my thought process is if I get that, I don't have to buy, I don't have to worry about that position for the rest of the season. So uh, otherwise, if you're trying to get like, you know, that the Buffalo, the Dallas, whoever those wide receivers are and trying to play those matchups, you might have to pay two, 300 for a given week to get those. If I know that I can just, hey, play this one every single week. Uh, I think there's a large edge there. And I think that's what's going to drive from an actual pricing. And there's no kickers, right? Gosh, no. <laughs> Baltimore Baltimore kicker. That was going to be my edge. <laughs> we we considered having like DST and K together. Gotcha. But the correlation I, I, between... That could have been fun. It, from a strategic aspect, the correlation between the two just isn't that great. There's small correlation between like, hey, if your defense was well, your kicker's also probably going to do well, but it's but even just adds more variance and randomness. Uh, so we're just like, hey, let's just give a little boost to the DST. So the scoring is if you get a shutout, you get 15 points. If you get, I think it's like one to six, it's 10. So it just gives a bit more weight. So it levels out with the other cards. Um, but nah, nobody got to worry about those kickers. Uh, <laughs> Justin, since we are, we're going to have Chris Conley swinging by here in about five minutes still getting a lot of like tech support type questions. Where can we send those people to is, is the discord the best place for them to go ask these? Yeah. Discord's definitely the best place. Um, I'm getting communicate. So getting communication with the back end that asking if they have gotten packs for CTS yet, but I guess the answer still is no, but that tells me that they are going out, but I guess just not everyone yet. Um, but to your question confirmed now. Okay. Okay. With to the, your question uh, though. Yes. hundred percent. Come to the discord. There is a support channel. Um, it is going to take time to go through all these, but yes, we are more than happy. We'll be here all night. Going to make sure, um, you know, Hey, if you had failed transactions, the refunds will go through. If you had some issues, let us know. We're more than happy. Don't we want to make sure that we make this all right. Hopefully, and hopefully they'll come through when Chris is on and we'll get, uh, some H O U W R S. <laughs> there we go. I like how you're spelling it out as if there's a child who can't uh, hear <laughs> the words you're saying. Um, and then Justin, as far as once people get their packs, once they open their packs, they have until Sunday at lock to submit their lineup. Yep. Lots of time. I believe it'll probably be a few days until we have those pages up. Uh, tomorrow will be when we actually start announcing the prizes and the payouts for week one. Uh, those will be fairly consistent. And the general level is for the main event, around 300 will be paid. For the side hustle, it'll be 100. Uh, main event is a bit more top heavy because the first prize is the live. It's kind of like the qualifier, so the trip. And then side hustle will be a bit flatter. Um, and uh, those will stay fairly consistent throughout the year. Um, but we're willing to kind of keep it dynamic if we get a lot of feedback or if we just see like, hey, a ton more entries in one or the other or so forth. There you go. There you go. Um, well, we appreciate you uh, coming by, Justin. Uh, smooth, smooth drop experience and uh, excited to uh, get those packs. And uh, we'll, we'll be sure to, to rip those once we get them. Thanks so much. I'll be in chat. I'll be watching. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great. And uh, thank you to everyone who has been kind of joining us on this launch in this you know, such early days. But we are excited. Um, this, is, this is the beginning of something special. Yeah, man. We're, yeah. Congrats uh, we're on the oh, success. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. That was really great. Thank you, Justin. Thanks, Justin. Um, 
I'll see you guys later. We'll see you, Justin. We're going to have Chris Conley coming by uh, in a second. We were doing a, a sound check with him. Did, have you guys seen these photos of Chris Conley? These, on, it's just yeah. it's on a different level. It's I, I just I just wish I was that cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pull up these photos. And it, it looks like I don't think he did a GQ photo shoot, but uh, they might as well have been. Let me let me pull up these. Submit them. Submit them to G. Yeah, right? They take open submissions, right? <laughs> do they do? I mean, look at these here. I oh, mean, on. first of all, we got him in the arcade here. I mean, come Man. on. Yeah. That guy's the amount of sweat is just like off the charts. And then look at this here. And he's uh I'm excited to talk to him. He's been doing uh a food show in in Houston, taking advantage of his his new area. They've been going around shooting shorts uh, for that on Instagram. So, as we as we discovered when we talked to him the first uh, first time around, uh, a true Renaissance man, Chris Conley. Yeah. Um. Any any other uh, any of you guys have luck yet getting a getting a pack? No, I'm I'm hitting F five as the kids said. That's what you guys use to refresh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't weigh in after not knowing about Club Penguin and darting. You've <laughs> never heard of Club Penguin. I don't know. I don't think so. Unless it was like That's from crazy. your Twitter, maybe. Right? It's know. insane. No, Club Penguin was literally NFTs before NFTs existed. They were the OG NFTs. So, I mean, it would be very apropos in the Discord if I created a Club Penguin uh, <laughs> channel right under Club Top Shot, Club NFTs. <laughs> and we had at Club Penguin. It's just Jack posting screenshots from his childhood. <laughs> and Allie was with me too. I know she's fake working over there, um, but she's on a Allie... call right now. I feel bad for her. <laughs> did the oh by the way, did the singles? How are those selling? Down to twenty two hundred. I'm. I don't get why though. Like, is that just people being lazy that they don't want to buy singles? Really, it's not that big of a difference. It's There's $50, zero, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a fifty dollars discount for getting the pack, and then, yeah. So if you missed out, yeah, like yeah, you're eating fifty dollars a pack. Um, but they're sold out. What what what's the expectation for the size of the prize pools? Do we know? I think that, he was just to kind of describing that a little bit with most. But like, what do you think top prizes? I feel like they said they're spending a million dollars on prize pools or something. Yeah, I think that's their goal for that main event is the the million dollars with the kind of live final experience as gotcha. well. Because, yeah, I'm trying to do the math. I mean, also with the price of gas, like if you buy Miami wide receivers for $22, but then it costs you 18 to to buy it on OpenSea, that's kind of an expense. It's on Polygon. So, yeah. oh, so there's no, there's absolutely no fees. Yeah, the, the the chat pointing out um, you could obviously get all the same position from that as well. I guess it just depends how you're planning on playing the game. Gotcha. Um, because, yeah, you could get a full set, but... Um, you could also get all set, QBs or yeah. all running backs. For, or not, no, in the packs, you'll get one of each position. You could get all QBs if you bought, you know, five cards and then individually. Uh, but you could go swap them out in the marketplace as well, I think. I did um, feel myself go like old, like early top shot where I was like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a pack. This is my plan. And then I bought three singles right after that. Like the <laughs> second the pack was done, I was like, oh, I guess. I mean, we're here, right? Uh, speaking of we're here, we got the con man, a.k.a. Chris Conley, a.k.a. legendary club top shot guest joining us on a very 
Tuesday afternoon edition. How are we doing, Chris? I'm doing well. It's a very, very Tuesday afternoon. Uh, <laughs> it's good to be here. Haven't been here for like a while. It's been a, a long minute. So I've been keeping up with you guys over Twitter. Uh, and I see everything you guys are talking about, but uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> yeah. You say that with a wry grin as if we're up to some real stupid shit. Well, I mean, you guys have uh, some of the most opinionated tweets on my timeline, uh, so it's definitely uh, entertaining, uh, and I, I love the sarcastic tweets that Andy posts all the time, uh, just lo- looking down on all the peasants. It's, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, and it's not like you've been up to anything, Chris. I mean, I believe when we last talked to you, you were just starting free agency stuff, landed with the Texans, and uh, now you're off to the races. Like you're you're the Anthony Bourdain of Houston now, from from what I can tell. Mm, that's a good. That's a very. Uh, that's a nice compliment. I really appreciate that. But uh, yeah, a lot has happened uh, since we last spoke. Uh, as you said, I am now in Houston. Uh, and that means, uh, it means like three things. It means, uh, I'm playing for the Texans. Uh, it means it's ridiculously hot and it means there are only two body temperatures that you can maintain either 115 degrees or 40 degrees, because that's what all the air conditioners are set to. There is no middle ground. You are either freezing or you are sweating. Uh, and right now I am sweating because I opened the window because it was freezing. So I'm going to close the window and go back to freezing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this this is how the sausage gets made here. Uh, and you had has it been hard to get your new studio set up because you had a pretty baller setup at your your place in in Florida. Um. Yeah. I mean, it it just takes time. Uh, it takes time. The the setup here is 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 almost done. I have a lot of boxes, and as you can see, stuff on my desk because I've been putting things together. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm pretty much I'm pretty much there. The rest of the work takes place over the course of the season, and right when it gets finished, the season's over, and I have to pack it up. Yeah, how how's the gaming schedule going to work with uh, your NFL responsibilities, or maybe should I say, how's the NFL going to work with your gaming responsibilities? <laughs> exactly, you 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 got it there. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I stream on my off day, uh, so normally during the season I will stream Tuesday, uh, and then uh, we have uh, a shorter day on Fridays. And uh, sometimes I sneak a short, you know, hour and a half stream in on Friday. But other than that, uh, I'm pretty much noon to night and uh, training and lifting and running and all the fun stuff that makes our job so glamorous. Uh, any of your uh, new Texans teammates into, into the gaming uh, life with you? A lot. You know, there's a lot of guys who game. Um, I feel like that's pretty, pretty standard. You know, guys play a lot of Call of Duty. There's actually some guys on my team who play other games, you know, like nerd games or some like there's a World of Warcraft guy. There's a, a League of Legends. I like myself guy. There's guys that play Apex. So they're, they're actually some actual gamers on my team uh, right now. But uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I've already played with a couple of them. They're, they're decent. They're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> we need uh we need Houston Texans hard knocks and you setting up uh, a League of Legends tournament or something like that. Yeah, that would be a that would be a bloodbath. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, the, the the skill ceiling in that game is high, and in your first year, you're probably pretty bad. I was terrible, <laughs> so uh, you know that that would be entertaining. We'll see what I can do. We'll see what I can do. And uh, what what about NFT world? Because I mean, again, so much stuff has changed since we last had you on. I remember we were. I mean, we hadn't even kind of gotten into the profile picture explosion that we're at now. I, I believe you have a board ape. You still hodling that? Yeah, I have three. Um, oh, not I to bought, brag. Yeah, I bought three apes uh, when 
when I kind of read about what they wanted to do. And I was like, ah, you know, I'm, I didn't get a punk. So I'll get some apes. Uh, and I still uh, cry every night over the fact that I never, I didn't get the punk when you guys were like, oh, we tried one, peer pressuring you into right it. This punk right here is only 34 grand. I'm like, 34 <laughs> grand. I'm not finna do that. Uh, but uh, yeah. And then like a week and a half later, Mark Cuban bought one. It was like, well, I missed that opportunity. Um, but yeah, I bought, uh, I got three apes. Uh, and I got, I got some other things too. Um, but the apes are, are really the big ones that are popping off and they have allowed me to learn more, uh, and experience more community, uh, and stuff like that. Um, I am not, I think I want to get to the point where like a lot of people I've seen, they have like their favorite ape is like the one that they are, you know, that they're, they're riding with right now. I have three, two that I like, uh, a lot. And then one of them I just got because he looked cool. Uh, and so like, if, if I, if the market goes in the right direction, I'll probably sell one. And then I, I don't know what I could do about the other two. Uh, cause I actually, you know, I like those ones. Well, you did it right because now, now you have that flexibility there. If you keep your favorites, you can take some profits, uh, if you want. And, uh, yeah, you move quickly, right. And getting those three, when you did, uh, you're sitting on a, a nice stash of NFTs there. Did you get your, your mutants, your serums? Or have you been doing yep. all that? Uh, I got mutants. I got dogs. Um, I actually bought a dog when the dogs, uh, <laughs> when the dogs, uh, first came out, I saw a dog and I was like, I'm, I'm getting that. I paid, I think 3.5 ETH for it. And that's back when dogs were not like, they weren't, they weren't moving at all. Now you see dogs getting sold for five, six ETH. But back, you know, when they first dropped, everybody was like, ah, you know, they're not as cool as the apes, but I still, I'm very bullish on, on like their plans for the future, what they plan on doing with people who have apes, dogs, mutants, uh, obviously, you know, their highest level of work and reward is going to be for people who own apes. But, um, you know, there's there's an opportunity for people to join the community, whether it's through one of the dogs or one of the mutants. There you go. There you go. Uh, Has there been any conversation okay. around like the locker room and stuff with like Curry and some of these larger like basketball players coming out? Yeah. And talking about yeah. And, and a lot of them sound like I sound uh, like I sounded talking about the crypto punks. Uh, they look at they look at where the apes are now and they go, well, duh, Chris, I would get one if I got it when you got it. Uh, and 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 some of them are looking like I think some of them are going to buy a mutant uh, and that's going to be like them getting their toes wet. But I, I think that it's be as it becomes more talked about and mainstream, it's not as uh, it's not as daunting anymore. And even like my teammates, you know, I, my, we're the oldest team in the league. So we got guys who day trade, you know, they are like little investors on their little Robinhood apps and stuff. Um, boomers. Yeah. They're hundred percent boomers. They have like four kids and you know, stuff like that. But, um, even those guys have approached me and been like, you know what, before the end of the season, I want to buy an NFT. And it's like, that's cool to see those guys who don't necessarily fully believe in it, but they see, uh, what's going on and they want to learn more they're like hey chris like give me some like cheap nfts right now so i can get one i can just watch what happens and learn more and that's cool that's that's started a lot of conversations there's even guys in my locker room you know there's a a number of guys who who are big fans of crypto own a lot of crypto talk a lot about crypto but they don't really understand the nft collectible side of things uh, and they're starting to ask questions and take notice. And so, um, you know, I think they could make the shift over to this sort of investment, too. Week, week two, 
you play uh the browns can we get an nft swap post game with you and odell like jersey swaps are like that's yeah, definitely. i'll swap i'll swap one of my apes for his crypto <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's great you guys are gonna set that up for me yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll oh, excellent that. excellent i'm looking forward to that one <laughs> for sure I I bet we could get uh maybe Larva Labs to uh dump a crypto punk out of their or their vault if you could get a highly publicized NFT swap at uh at the fifty yard line. Oh man, Odell. that would be that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. What Both other what phone. other guys? So I think the question you have to ask is not what guys got an NFT late. What other guys got an NFT early? Because so, when you're early to the scene, you, you have the opportunity to buy multiple ones. So you get to see the growth earlier, I guess, before it becomes intangible. So I feel like if we found someone who found something early, whether it's punks, apes, you know, cats, whatever it is that they found, they found it early. I feel like they would be more willing to go and swap one. Whereas yeah. if you just bought a crypto punk for four hundred thousand dollars, you're like, I'm not swapping that with someone. But I mean, like, you got in late, and that's probably one of your only NFTs at that point. Like, I have a wallet. I have probably like fifteen items, you know. So if somebody wanted to swap something, I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm down. Let's go. But uh, you know, I'm not gonna. Uh, what was the what was the uh, what's the NFT everyone's talking about right now? That's not. There's a couple that are not doing great or or we don't think are great projects. I don't want to slander anyone. No, feel free. That's uh, what we do yeah. here. <laughs> I don't want this to slander. This is dangerous. This is, this is, are we very about this is Andy's. This is Andy's wheelhouse right here. What were the what was, what projects were you like? <laughs> were you being sarcastic about the other day? Uh, I can't remember. You tweeted and you were like, "Looks rare." <laughs> that could have literally been. Yeah, that. Thing. Yeah, he could have. Yeah, that's all blur <laughs> shit. I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm not trying to swap one of my apes for that. You know what I mean? But I mean, if someone's really bringing something to the table, then yeah, let's do it. Like, I feel like that would be a monumental moment, like in history. That's dope. No, Andy, it was the um, it was the one where there was some kind of like patriotic. Uh, it was like the lobsters or something, maybe. Oh yeah, the lobby lobsters. <laughs> oh my gosh. What so those are like those? so. So those are made by the same people who did polymorphs, which are like the famously oh, ugly yeah, yeah. ones. Yeah, those ones but are so wild. The cool thing about Lobby Lobsters, though, and I bought some of them, is that they donated 100% of the proceeds from doing it to like a coin center, which is like a crypto lobbying, uh, like nonprofit. And so they That's donated good. like almost $4 million to them. And like one of the guys, the guy who runs comms for that said it was like by far the largest donation they ever had. So wow. they look bad, but they cool, cool. Angles. I think those ones like sold out because there were a lot of people who were like, yeah, I'll buy 10 of them and donate one Ethereum to, to this cause. That's cool. Yeah. So we're not going to talk bad about them. They do look really is... bad though. They need to find better artists. For oh, their there's a lot of these projects that I don't know. I don't, I, I don't think there was a plan. Yeah, you're not just creating a, a club and a collectible, like a group. You're, you are creating a work of art. At the end of the day, you know, you see a lot of these being sold, you know, at auctions, fractional art, a bunch of different things. It's art. And so I feel like the market is saturated with that childlike, uh, more of a, you know, a, a joke, joke art. If, that, if that's how, like it's kid scribbles. 
and everyone goes, ha, that's funny. It's selling for a bunch of money. This is art. Uh, I, I think the market is saturated with that. And there's, there's, there's space for projects that take the time to really design uh, and produce something that's worthy of the attention. I agree. I, and I think yeah, we've sure. only we've only been in bull markets for the most part. NFTs were cold for like a month, which in NFT world is like eight years. But it, it definitely like when you're holding something that is visually appealing through a down market, it's like, OK, at least I know why I got this. This makes sense versus, you know, some people who are buying text on a screen. Um, yeah. which I did last night and that may have been a mistake. And you're just like, okay, that's stupid. The big question will be how will people who bought the ether rocks feel if those ever turns out, will that be the one where you're like, nope, I really like got it. Or they're like, I actually spent $2 million on a JPEG of a rock. I will just say, uh, on the rocks, uh, my wife doesn't talk to me about NFTs, uh, at all. Uh, and she said, have you heard about these rocks? <laughs> uh, apparently a podcast she was listening to was talking about the rocks. So I got Big to deal. explain Ethereum rocks to her and, uh, it, oh, don't think it's helping NFTs cause that that's her introduction, uh, point to them. Let's <laughs> say, I, I, I think that there there is a possibility that things tank that is that is the price we are willing to pay yeah. being mm -hmm. the first people in not the first i'm obviously not the first but this is still so early and even though the communities seem like they're blowing up it's still relatively unknown to the world and so i i feel like even though it seems like we're getting flooded discords of you know this is the crypto punk discord this is the this discord you know and and at the end of the day, it's still it's known about by a small percentage of people. Yeah. Do you hang out in the Ape Discord or any of the NFT discords at all? Or are you kind of too busy with your own stuff? I, I did for a little bit, uh, you know, and read some of the, the chats. And, and it's kind of sometimes like reading a chat room. And that's just not really my vibe or, <laughs> or uh, uh, my thing. I, I feel like Twitter is good because you can get in and out, get relevant information and you can spot when something's meaningless and just move on. Um, time is time is really just, precious. Just add at me next time point. when you're talking about <laughs> meaningless things. Just you can just say, "Look at my screen." Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of that going on. I see some people just shilling all these products because you know they hit it. Everyone follows them now, and they're obviously getting paid. Right. But it's kind of like, hey man, just because you made it like this doesn't mean that you know you shouldn't be guiding new people to this space astray with these these projects that have no plan. You know what I mean? Like it's that's doing a disservice to the community and those people are going to get a bad taste in their mouth about crypto and NFTs. And that's not what we want. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Did you I, I, I get a ton of DMS asking like, Hey, how much does it cost for you to tweet about our project? And I'm like, I'm never going to let you pay me to tweet about your product. Well, so, so it's funny. And I had someone reach out to me, same thing. And it's like for Andy, like, right. Like you're legitimately, like as much of a shit poster, you've actually done something legitimate in the space. And like, I, I don't even know if there's even really a price for you to do that, right? Like there's just way too much equity into whether fractional, whether NFTs you own. I think even for, you know, us little guys, like it just doesn't make sense to do that. And I think it's important, like Chris said, like you can, it's very easy to tell when someone's shilling something, right? Yeah. 
And so you just can't do that. It's not worth it. Your word is like insanely important here, which is crazy. I, I also just don't feel comfortable talking about stuff I don't fully understand or know yet either. Like I'm super down for the ride and I'm enjoying like listening or uh, watching people's content around stuff. But like if someone comes to me and asks me to talk about a thing, it's like, I mean, I, I can't contribute a lot to this conversation and I like, I can't, I can't help you. And it's going to be very clear to the audience that like, I like it, like, again, coming some, from someone like Andy, it's like, oh my God. Right. And it's come from like, I'm not helping you, man. It's not going to help. You. <laughs> well, you probably in your discord might, because you have a ton of top shot focused people, but then people are seeing the other NFT stuff going around. And I feel like every, like the meme has just been like, you know, the guy with the two girls, like he's looking at his girlfriend top shot and then over his shoulder, you know, looking at all the new NFT projects, you probably get a lot of that conversation kind of running through the top shot discourse as well. Yeah, it's been cool. We I've seen it like transition a little bit more in the last like month or so where people seem to be getting a little bit more excited and expanding a little bit more. I think people are just looking for like comfortable entryways into this where it doesn't feel like they're biting off more than they can chew. So I think like what OTM's doing is pretty cool with their TOC where I feel like people can understand like if you're new to NFT but you understand fantasy football or you're a football fan, you're like, "Okay, I can I can wrap my head around this a little bit." And I think as we're seeing more projects like that, like Top Shot was like this for a lot of people um i just think it, it's like a cool entryway uh to then go down the rabbit hole of finding like the right text in the notes app that really speaks to you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yes uh i i still i I've, i like have read multiple explainers on loot i i understand it now uh conceptually i still don't understand andy the uh the governance token element and how that goes into it but i'm i'm honestly trying to to learn I'm not sure anyone really wants to learn what's going on there, but so I like the loot stuff is like, I think even crazier than most people really think, like know that it is. Uh, it's like generally believed that there are people who own a lot of loot who think it is within their best interest to like cause chaos in loot so that people like to like create people who feel very strongly about it. Interesting. So, I don't yeah. think that's the craziest like marketing concept ever. Yeah, but so like this, basically there was this proposal to make so someone guy uh, made a token, like a regular token called uh, Adventure Gold, and there's like a governance proposal to make that like the governance token for loot, and it's extremely contentious. Like a lot of people are saying, I don't think this is the right thing to do. Other people are saying they do. It was like when it was made, everyone who held loot at the time could like claim their adventurer's gold. Um, and it's just created like a ton of discourse and drama around like how should they be governing loot and does it like create perverse incentives between a gold holders and loot holders and all this stuff. It's so ridiculous. It, people are like wasting their time arguing about this like way more than they should be. <laughs> Yes. Uh, lots, lots of craziness unfolding. Chris, tell us, I want to hear a little bit about your, uh, when did you become, uh, a cooking show mogul? Because I've seen some of the clips on Instagram, very jealous uh, of your production and your, your cooking hosting skills here. So what, what's going on with this? Um, I, I, it's just kind of just me tapping into the creative side. You know, I, I write and shoot short films, been doing that since college and every year, I've done a project, um, you know, something creative, whether that's shooting a short film that I wrote or or 
shooting a short film that I wrote. And then uh, this this offseason, I decided I wanted to do something a little different. So I took some ideas from, uh, you know, the people that helped me do what I do. And uh, one of the ideas was to get to know the food because I like to eat. And Houston has uh, so many cultures that make up, you know, its people. So I uh, I got a list of, of five uh, really well-known restaurants here that are just kind of embedded in their community, not like chains or anything. And uh, I went by, had their food, talked to them about how they create a community and family and why, uh, you know, they're such a uh, part of Houston. And, um, you know, we shot that and uh, the series, uh, it, it, it's come out really well. We're going to be releasing the first uh, episode, I think, tomorrow. And, uh, you know, it, it's garnered some attention from some other outlets uh, that are, are interested in, in possibly buying it. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm excited about it, but uh, you know the create the creative stuff is kind of it's just like a, it's a constant bug. You know, I'm even I, before I was on here, I was working on some camera stuff. That's uh, just kind of what I do. That's awesome. What what's uh, your favorite uh, food or, or restaurant that you've sampled in Houston since being there? That's tough. Uh, I can't like pick between the five that I went to. Uh, <laughs> you know that that's. It's tough because they're all they were all so different. You know, I, I had um, uh, food from this Italian spot called Coltivare, and it's like very like authentic Italian, you know, cooked in a, a five, you know, a brick oven type uh, food and pasta. And they have their own garden. Everything is like super fresh. Uh, and that was an amazing experience. You know, I had barbecue that's like family owned for 40 years, been in the same spot. They bought the houses around it. You know, and the houses that that were there used to be like homes, and now it's the restaurant. Um, and the food was amazing. Um, had a place called the Breakfast Club that has a line around the building two blocks at all times, from when they open to when they close. Uh, and it's it's bizarre. I wouldn't have been able to eat there if it weren't for the fact that I was interviewing the owner. Um, <laughs> you know, that was that was amazing too. Uh, and then I uh, had this place called Irma's where uh, this this lady called named Irma called this lady named Irma. Uh, she uh, she's a widow and uh, she raised her kids on her own, started this restaurant. The restaurant has no menu. So you just come in and you tell her what you want, just like you're at home. Uh, it's super, super successful. Uh, and then I had this place called uh, Sticky's Chicken, uh, where they kind of have their own secret sauce and make wings and they make uh, all these different types of food and they just partnered with bun B to make some stuff too. So there's, there's a lot of, of great food here. I, I did a little plug for each of the places. You can find each of the episodes on my nice. YouTube. I was just going to ask where, cause, uh, other Christopher here saying dropping 12 PM, uh, tomorrow central time. And that's, that's on your YouTube channel where are all of these apps dropping at the same time or just the, no, first I, I think it'll be one a week. Okay, cool. Um, and what's, what's the name of that, uh, YouTube channel? I'm going to post it in the chat here. Uh, it's going to be, uh, Chris will send you a link because we're currently in, in, uh, a username, uh, not a username, a URL battle, uh, <laughs> right now. So, uh, he'll send you the URL as it stands today. Uh, and it'll, the video series will be called Con Man's Cravings. 
con man's nice. cravings uh oh, chris, con man cravings chris dm me that link in discord where we're talking because i want to get that we can get the subs up i believe once you get to 100 subs you can rename your url you have to be uh, uh, is I, that oh yeah issue? i have that i don't know oh. what it is i just wow, remember getting Pete. i just remember getting a that was a low today. blow that was well, you a can change you can blow. change the url like, once you're over 100 like there's subs. no way this guy is 100 subs. i don't know <laughs> i don't know what we're i don't know what it is that we're waiting for but i got gotcha. an email today that we're waiting on something gotcha. um, but yeah um uh he can send it to you as it stands and uh we'll get that we'll have that updated tomorrow will, awesome. will you do anything on your channel football related during the season like use your creativity like vlogging or any stuff like that i i think that vlogging kind of is is a dangerous thing to do because there's a, a ton of people who are watching and nitpicking your every move already yeah. you yeah. know when i leave the house and go to the facility there's people always watching me always writing stories about this that or the other uh, and I don't I necessarily think that they need any more window into your headspace or what you're doing or what you're preparing right. for during the season, because that's when all the people who go, he should be watching film right now. Yeah. That's like their moment to like <laughs> come and, and, and say what they want to say. And it's like, nah, bro, I got to eat lunch, too. Like, right. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just kind of one of those things. I don't know if I if I want to open that space up. Yeah. What, what about like, um, I feel like one of the things we're lacking right now is that people only look at you guys as football players. And it's why we love having you on the show, like sharing, you know, what's the best way to share the stories of your teammates? Because it is rare to have a creative talent like you in a locker room and whether it's off the field or off the, you know, the facilities even like we're always craving, you know, you can see the audience in the chat. They're like so excited to hear everything you're doing, not related to football. And I'm sure... There's a million, uh, you know, also really cool stories around the NFL. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I've really toyed with this idea of how uh, I can write short films about my teammates during the season and and develop them to the point where in the offseason I can just go and I can shoot two or three of them. Uh, first of all, you know, I'd have to talk to I, it's having conversations about that the first thing that happens is every single player just immediately becomes DiCaprio and goes, Oh, I can act in it. And I can do this and that. And they don't, they don't necessarily realize what all goes into making a film, what all goes into acting itself. They go, Oh, I just got to say these lines. And then you're like, no, nah, you're going to have to act this whole entire scene with those lines and all of these things 12 times yeah. at 6 a.m because that's when we have the light, you know, it's, right. and so uh, it's, 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 it's been a process of, of talking to the ideas. And then also, I think uh, when I do launch that project, cause I have been thinking about that for a long time uh, that I start with the right people. Um, you know, you don't, you want to start something like that off strong uh, because if it becomes something that you continuously do or a series, you want people to take it seriously. And I think there are some really compelling stories. There are some really dynamic and interesting people who have overcome a lot and, uh, and the world doesn't know their story. Are, are there any DiCaprio's in your locker room or ex teammates that you actually think would, would fit the role? Um, I, I don't know about DiCaprio's. <laughs> uh, that's a But remember, bar. it took him a while to win an Oscar, so you never know. This is true. This is true. I, I think there are are people who can who can get in character. Uh 
Ah, man, it's tough. <laughs> it's really tough because, yeah. like, you know, that's what I did. I took acting courses when I was in college, too. And I, I did some of that when I was in high school. So, like, it's I look at it a little bit like more like, OK, like, are you going to do this or are you just like playing around? Right. Uh, you know, I, I haven't taken many of them seriously yet, but I have one on my team now who said he used to take acting courses and that's what he wants to do afterwards. So I'm going to give him a shot. Okay. I'm giving him a shot. There you go. Um, I, I know Andy and Mike have to uh, dip here. So Andy and Mike, thank you for uh, chilling with us. Good luck on your packs and uh, we will uh, catch you guys uh, soon. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Thanks for having yeah. me on. Yeah, nice Peace. to catch up, Chris. See you guys soon. All right, Chris. Yeah, I, th I think that's so funny too. Because uh, I, I think there's also even like, I bet you could pull out, like we talked to Nate Burleson um, a month or two ago too. And he was talking about how when he's the interviewer, just what he can get out of someone like Randy Moss versus a typical journalist is just so different because he can just relate on a much deeper level with what Randy Moss has experienced as an NFL athlete. And I feel like you could pull that off too, of talking to teammates and getting these really unique angles pulled out from them from a storytelling perspective compared to the boilerplate questions they're get used to getting asked every day. Yeah. I, I, I have this, this idea just to, you know, I, I got to find the way to phrase the question, but I really want to get to the point where I can go to teammates who I know they have stories uh, that haven't been expressed and just say, Hey, give me like one instance in your life where you learned a big lesson or overcame something that brought you to where you are today and kind of take that answer or that story or that period of time and craft it and shave it and, and bring it down to 12 minutes, you know, and that's really hard to do, but I've been practicing at that. That's what I've been working on this whole time. And I feel like it's a good challenge for me to continue growing my craft, but also to get those stories out there and allow guys to express themselves in a different way. Yeah. And I think it does when I assume when you tell like your teammates, you know, Hey, I would love to shoot something with you. They do go to, I need to be Leonardo DiCaprio. And I was like, no, no, no. I just want the real you. I just want exactly. to get the most unfiltered raw version of you that you don't feel comfortable telling a, a journalist. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that's it. And even if it's to the point where, uh, you know, I, I, I want to get an actor to play them as a younger them, yeah, you know, going through a situation so that they, even they can watch something that they went through and say, you know what, I did, I did overcome that. I did do these things like, and uh, I feel like that's edifying for not only the people who were not involved and they're learning this and the person who went through it. When you have, cause you have clearly all these ide ideas and creative juices flowing. Like when you've had a long day of training, practice, travel, do you find these energizing? Like I want to sit down with a bunch of footage or I want to sit down with a blank page and storyboard stuff. Or do you kind of have to be like on your off day, nice and relaxed to feel like you have the energy to tackle those projects? I feel like it's a little bit of both. At, at the end of the day, you have to learn to manage your focus because they will learn to manage your time. Um, so your employer, my team manages the heck out of my time. They tell me when I got to be here, how long I got to be there, when I got to go to practice, when I can eat, you know, and when I can go home and they manage all of my time during the week. But in the time that I find, I have to manage my focus. I have to know when I need to focus on film, when I need to focus on the game plan, when I need to focus on preparing for practice when I need to prepare for this and that. And then when I have the time, manage my focus enough that I can get something done uh, creatively when there's time. Um, 
it's been a process. Not every day you feel like sitting down and writing. Uh, I got really, really lucky uh, that I got the bug, you know, two weeks ago and uh, talking with my wife just had this idea and we kind of talked through it. I outlined it that night, uh, wrote down like a, a plot circle the next morning, wrote a script the day after that and then revised the script. And so over the course of four days, I have another story here that I'm working on. Uh, not that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you get the idea and you don't have the urge to write. Sometimes you have the urge to write and you don't have the idea. But um, it's it's more about exercising the craft at this point for me. Uh, and and the only way to get better at it is to do it. Yeah, I, I'm just happy for you that you called her your wife. It sounds <laughs> like you're out of the doghouse. <laughs> I got to be nice to her right now. She's about 33 or 34 weeks pregnant. So no way. Wow. Yeah, I gotta uh, be I gotta be super kind <laughs> right now because she's she's a trooper, but she's struggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, c congratulations! Yeah, last time we talked to you, she was the warden, and uh, and now now she's uh, she's still running the show. It sounds yeah, like. yeah. Now she's mama. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's did you exciting. did you get to watch the Georgia Clemson game this weekend? I actually did. I went back to Atlanta. I had an off day that day. Oh, nice. Uh, Brianna's mom was in town here in Houston, so she was hanging out with her mom for the day. So I went back to Atlanta uh, and got to spend the the time with a few of my friends and watch the game and and kind of take things in from the fan perspective and stuff. You know, I watched it at a restaurant. And uh, it was uh, it was interesting to see. I haven't watched that many Georgia games, uh, you know, recently. But to see see those guys play and hear the music and everything, it kind of brought me back. I need to head back for a game. Um, I, I know uh, I, I'm doing my best not to uh, ask you football questions because I know, uh, you know, that's that's the stuff you talk about all day. But I would be remiss if I didn't get, you know, one thing in here. One one player uh, that we're uh, been excited about, Nico Collins, the rookie, uh, your teammate on here. How, how's he looking uh, in practice these days? I had some fantasy guys interested in the Nico Collins. Good. He's report. massive. Yeah, he's a massive human being. And I don't think people realize until they stand next to him. He makes me feel I, I stand next to him. And I'm like, I dude, I can still beat you up. You know? uh, but he uh, I think given the intangibles that he has, uh, he he's uh, he's going to do great. Um, he's he's been uh, attentive. He's listened and learned. He spends extra time. He does a really good job at taking the good things that the vets do and doing them himself. You know, you could see his first couple weeks. He watched myself, Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb. He watched what we did after practice. He watched what we did before practice. He watched how we took care of our bodies. And he's doing all the stuff that we do now as a rookie. Some guys don't figure that out until their third year. Uh, and so um, I think that, you know, we all have room to grow. And I think that, you know, if he continues to have that mindset, he's going to just keep getting better. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool to hear. Uh, and when, uh, remind me, what when's your guys' first, uh, who do you guys play on Sunday? Uh, the Jags. The Jags, okay. And are you on the road for that? No, I was here. You're here, okay. So you are you get to uh, a nice, start off roof, the season. Roof open, 108 degrees. What's the I don't situation? think they're going to do that. <laughs> I, I think that that would be uh, an advantage if the other team didn't practice in 110 degrees too. Yeah. But then there's no – you're just torturing both of us for no reason because <laughs> we both do it. Yeah. And uh, Tarad just got the uh, the starting nod, so you, you know who your who your quarterback's going to be. Are you are you excited for another season, or does it feel like you're you're buckling down for a grind? 
Uh, no, I'm excited. I'm extreme. I'm so excited. I, I put a lot of work into this off season. Uh, I, I took my training to a completely different level. Uh, you know, I, I was waking up at at freaking five and six a.m. starting like two, three weeks into the off season. You know, I started early. Uh, we we tweaked the way that we did some things to work smarter. Uh, but we, we definitely stacked days and put in a lot of work and I'm excited to see that stuff pay off. I feel, uh, so much better. I'm 15 pounds lighter than I was last year. Wow, and, wow. uh, you know, uh, things are, things are good. You know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm at that prime. That's right. I mean, one of the, the cliche fantasy blurbs we read is, you know, Ezekiel Elliott in the best shape of his life. I need to get a, a Chris Conley in the best shape of his yeah. life. About yeah. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, is they actually check someone like Zeke's body weight weekly and post it in the newspaper. <laughs> my weight has been wrong since my rookie year. Every year, every single media guide, the NFL website, go on NFL.com right now and look me up. It says that I am 63205. Wow. I have not been that light since my rookie year in the league. That's wow. crazy. I played two seasons at 225, and it still had me <laughs> listed at 205. What's the official uh, count right now? 6'3". What weight are we going at? He's 6'6". Six, um, six, I'm actually two, I'm like 211 now. Okay. All right. All right. Um, I'll talk to my NFL.com guy. There you go. I just think it's funny that they never thought that people's weight would change from, you know, 20, 20 years old to, you know, 29. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not to mention the whole fantasy community uses those benchmarks as things to obsess over and looking at BMI and height adjusted speed scores and all that stuff. So it'd be, it'd be good to have the correct information out there. When people see that you can run at that speed at 220 pounds, that's, (laughs) That's that's different. That's that's Calvin Johnson and basically no one else. Uh, That was like when I was in high school uh, on our basketball program, I was super short my freshman and sophomore (laughs) year, like five, three. And our coach just put on our program that I was five, ten. It was like he was five, three in high school, sophomore year. I was five, three. And my coach, I think, didn't want the opponents to like scan down the names and just be like, you know, six, one, five, eleven, five, two. What the hell? (laughs) I was like, I was like, I haven't I haven't been five, ten for a long time. So that uh, that was. That was a tough pill to swallow, Chris. So I, what I'm saying is I know how you feel. Hey, it's the same thing. Same exact uh, thing. Well, uh, Chris here, as we wrap up, obviously you got the show that's dropping uh, tomorrow on YouTube. We're going to get that link out on the Club Top Shot channel. Anything else going on? Obviously, we'll be tuning in on Sunday, catching the Texans. Uh, streaming schedule, what, what are we looking at here? Uh, I'll probably stream this week on Friday. Um, and then... Uh, don't see me again until Tuesday. There you go. What have you been streaming? I know when we talked last, you were in between a bunch of different games. What's been the game that's been on your mind? You know, since then, I played a lot of Apex. We played a lot of ranked, and, and things were going really well. Um, you know, I, I, I play a little league, and uh, but mainly Apex was, was what I've been playing then. Ever since I got into camp, though, the heat down here, something about being hot, I don't feel like playing Apex. <laughs> uh, you know, I come home after after the heat index was like 120 and I lost like six pounds and I sit here and I just go, you know, I can't. I don't have the energy or the, the attention to, to chase people down and shoot at them. Um, so I've been I've been trying to figure it out, um, you know, what we're what we're going to stream this season. I, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to uh, stream Apex. My squad is a little different. The, the band got broken up. 
Uh, know, people got work and stuff. That's lame. That's wild. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I gotta, I gotta figure some stuff out. Gotta figure out who I'm, who I'm playing with. Am I gonna go and chase, you know, another ranked grind? And and we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see. But uh, you, I, I think did I'm gonna you play, play with with Mike from Club Top Shot? Yeah, yeah. How, yeah we played some. Call I mean, of Duty. he's not here. I mean, we give played, us the give us the truth. Come on. We played we played some Call of Duty, uh, and he was he was doing pretty good. I think that uh, we got lucky because he's not bad. Like he's good. And some of the guys I was playing with are good too. And so our, our squad was actually kind of nice. Like we wow. were, we were rolling people. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of unfortunate what's going on with, with call of duty right now. There's a lot of hackers and cheaters and stuff, but we were like, that was actually some, some of the most fun I had playing call of duty. I haven't had fun playing call of duty in a while. Wow. Chris, there was someone in the chat, I think someone from your flight crew and they keep referencing Applebee's. Can you fill us in on what this Applebee's bit is? Uh, I'm not a big fan of Applebee's and there was a reward on my channel uh, to spend a bunch of channel points like having watched for a long time, like almost a year uh, for me to go and eat Applebee's and do like an Applebee's stream. <laughs> and uh, because there's some members of my chat who talk about Applebee's like it's fine dining. like They say <laughs> like Applebee's and Ruth Chris are the same thing. Um, I, I don't know. They Chili's say a lot is of fine dining. Chili's is fine. I, I don't know, man. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, but the thing is, is someone claimed that the week before I had to report to camp. Oh. And so it's like, yo, dude, I'm getting ready to go get my my butt kicked in, in the sun. I am not going to Applebee's right now. Like, And so they're they're very upset that I haven't gone to Applebee's yet. We refunded his points, but uh, they're they're very upset that I haven't been there. Uh, I just dropped the link in the channel. We have procured uh, the Conman YouTube link. This link will take you directly to subscribe. I see the trailer here. The first episode is dropping tomorrow. What's the uh, the restaurant on tap for tomorrow? Uh, I think we're going with Coltivare. Awesome. Uh, it's, it's an Italian uh, spot that's in the heights of Houston. And fun fact is the, the restaurant uh, is actually built out of wood, reclaimed wood from like houses around the neighborhood. Awesome. Uh, well, I am hitting the notification bell uh we will wow. be getting alerts uh when this drops tomorrow chris as always we appreciate you coming on know you have a busy schedule coming up but seriously anytime you want to come on you know we're all too you know andy is you know kind of a god in the nft world you kind of come yeah. on and calling him out on his bullshit tweets i think was a nice change of pace for us <laughs> there we go i'll do what i can <laughs> uh jack anything going on you and i are both going to be uh in vegas this weekend yeah we're we're going to vegas like any non-nfl player does to celebrate the start of the season uh, congratulations so we'll <laughs> enjoy that i'll be outside you, tomorrow sweating my ass off do you play in vegas this year do you guys? Play uh, no, them? I don't think so. No. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't, but, I'm not going to get to play in their new stadium for probably another year or two. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so I'll let you know how it is. But yeah, we'll be in Vegas. Chris will be in Houston sweating. I mean, I can't even. I went to school at UT, so I understand that there the struggle is, is real. It is real. Uh, but that's all I got. Thank you, Chris. We we always appreciate you coming through. Appreciate yep. y'all having me. We appreciate you, Chris. We will check out the drop tomorrow on YouTube. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you to OTM for a fun uh, owner's club drop earlier today. We'll be back next Tuesday at our normal time. So for Jack, for Chris, for Andy, for Mike, for our crew who wasn't able to make it, CSU is doing everything he can in NBL. We'll see you guys next week.